the, the formalities, formalities for because, sure. Well, uh, listen to the part one first. Yeah, if you're here, just go back an episode. It's yeah, not that we, hard. We recommend. I, in fact, it's not going to make much sense to listen to this episode without having listened to the episode one. Right. Important question though is what letter do you put when it's a guess? Uh, I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is there a? I do B's. Put, I would have said C or B's, no, th- not A or B. I feel like there is no like strategic <laughs> well, letter. Not, well, that's a yeah. lie. If it was truly random, there shouldn't be. But yeah. Yeah, everybody, of course, thinks there is one. Yeah. My uh, my standard is C for some reason. Uh, welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It? A light-hearted look at life in law school. I am Professor Richard Haig. And I am student Adam Lachance. Hello, Adam. Hey. How are you doing? Oh, so good. good. Um, I want to just confess right up front before we continue with our episode on LSAT Part 2. Yep. That I lost my internet connection because of a storm. Uh, so oh, I was I not able to read the blog you, <laughs> for this episode. I just want to get it out of the way early. Oh, you're trying to subvert. You're trying to, <laughs> what is the preemptive strike so that I will not be as angry because you say it right up front? Well, I have no answer to that. You're right. It actually worked. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, well. Oh, well. You know what? That LSAT blog is, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Oh, either. really? Oh, well, I, I mean, I assigned that. it to you, but I, having read it myself, I didn't learn a whole lot. I learned more from Laura. Same. Um, so luckily we brought her back. Yes. So I'm actually misleading both of you. That's part of it. Oh, well, I still learned from that. <laughs> anyway, I guess we got to go through for, for, uh, the, the formalities. formalities for because, sure. Well, uh, listen to the part one first. Yeah, if you're here, just go back an episode. It's yeah, not that we, hard. We recommend, I, in fact, it's not going to make much sense <laughs> to listen to this episode without having listened to the episode one. But anyway, back over to our guest today is Laura Simon again who, uh, well, I'll let her tell a little bit about herself, but she's here because she's uh, an expert on the LSAT. Yeah, Let's she... That way. she Expert used loosely. Known worldwide. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> talked about by many. He goes on tour, LSAT, the LSAT tour. Yeah, I give she's, motivational speeches here and there. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be good? Anyway, so Laura, sorry, introduce, <laughs> can you introduce yourself? Osgood uh, student too, well, I'm going to try not to be redundant. Uh, spent time before coming to Osgood teaching the LSAT after writing it, like a crazy person. Well, no, everybody here then would be crazy. We all had to write it. No, oh, I meant, I mean like spending more time with she it. She was done with it and uh, then continued. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Which is Just so I could troubling. get more time with the logic problems. I, and I will add this yeah. time, uh, Laura is a research assistant of mine, which is, seems to be almost too the much theme. of a common theme of, yeah. with our guests. But no. I'm I, the only one who hasn't been a research yeah, assistant. I, I, I'm not gonna, <laughs> How's that feel? I'm not going to hire Adam as a research <laughs> assistant. <laughs> he knows too much about <laughs> podcasting. My readings. <laughs> My writing. Yeah, he, he hasn't exactly shown a, comf- <laughs> a, a level of comfort for me that I would want to hire him as an RA. I'll have a connection with Laura Simon. We both are on the Innocence Project together, where we work very diligently as a team um, in some circumstances, but also alone. Um, 
in case how do you work we were interviewing today so how do you work in a team alone <laughs> i have the same but question. also alone we both <laughs> yeah. work both independently oh, and in okay. groups this, uh, so we both had interviews today so this is I'm right up that. the logic games alley <laughs> i think yeah. uh anyway oh we have to get uh also the preliminaries that we always ask our guests yes. even when they come back for a second session is uh how about a film or a, a tv series theme law theme that you your favorite last time it was the Making of a Murderer, which is a Making documentary a murder, yeah. film. Mm-hmm. Documentary TV series. Yeah, Netflix. And I also alluded to Orange is the New Black, and then I was like, should I stick with that? And I think I'm going to because I just just finished it. But I don't know how to say something interesting about it without giving away a spoiler. Why is it law-related? Uh, it's actually corrections-related, so it follows someone who initially is put into a minimum security um, prison. Look at you, Blondie. What'd you do? Aren't you not supposed to ask that question? I read that you're not supposed to ask that. You read that? Well, you studied for prison? And it just looks at life in prison. Are there lawyers in the show? uh, Very sparsely. Mostly it's correction officers, wardens, and... So it's post-lawyer. It's post-bad lawyer. Yeah. Because they're in prison. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. There are some some trials for secondary charges and stuff. So you get some legal interaction. Mostly it's like what happens after your criminal lawyer does a bad job. I I would... Are you arguing that that's not a law theme? No, no. I'm just... just, I'm just probing. I'm just (laughs) probing. That's the criminal justice (laughs) system at at its heart. I've heard actually really good things from people who are are involved in the criminal justice system uh, with regards to that show, actually. Whereas normally when you have a show like that, it's all the people that have knowledge of the system that tell you, oh, it's like when we talked about criminal minds. We, we're, <laughs> we're, I was, I was coming down pretty hard on yeah, criminal uh, minds yes, that's um, for obvious reasons, but I've actually heard podcasts where they talk about Orange is the New Black uh, and it's prisoners talking about Orange is the New Black. I'll, I should probably link that podcast, um, but they literally review the episodes as someone with experience being incarcerated. Oh, that's great. Actually, I was unsure on how accurate it was. And I was a little bit wary of mentioning it because I feel like it's it has so much comedy involved that mm-hmm. uh, well, I th- wasn't sure how accurate you know, it well, was. The impression I got from them was they were saying, sure, there's some parts that are done for drama, but they gave personality to prisoners, which was something that was needed. Yeah. Uh, whereas prisoners were normally seen kind of in a... Uh, a single light. Yeah, they make a point yeah. of humanizing and like telling the story leading up to why everyone's there. Yeah. And, uh, so to try to connect that with the theme of this episode, is there, so prisoners mm-hmm. actually learn, a lot of prisoners learn about the law mm-hmm. as you one might expect because you're yeah. in there and you got, has there ever been in, in the Orange is the New Black, anybody uh, take the LSAT? <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been a character show interest in becoming a lawyer. In that show. Oh, interesting. Because that, that is a pretty common They should thing. add that. as They yeah. should add a character who is interested. In you know, them. you access the library, you're yeah. researching yeah. your case. Yeah. And we, we did read in uh, in first year when we had to do the bad character requirement, we did read cases of people who were, did serve prison terms and then applied to law school after yeah. that. Yeah. So it does happen. It does happen. Yeah. Uh, and as I say, that, right, so they obviously have to write the LSAT. Yeah. That would be interesting. I'm sure they have get a lot of way better conditions than we have, <laughs> as we discussed last Well, yeah, last last, the last episode, we heard how terrible the, else, the administration of Prison the LSAT test is. In, like, uh, in, in its uh, administration. So we, yeah, when we, we realized we had to have Laura back because we did not cover the entirety of the test. And people would be uh, very outraged. And we were, actually, we, were, we got caught on all kinds of tangents, didn't we? 
Um, yeah, but I take Adam responsibility did. for that. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we have to get Adam focused. It's because he doesn't do his readings. He's all over the place. <laughs> How you disguise the yeah. fact that you've never, you, your internet was out and yeah. you couldn't do yeah. the, yeah. Uh, so what did we miss? Uh, what was the, there was one more category of uh, questions was there not? Yes. That we logic games times logic. two always comes up twice. Logic reasoning, yeah. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, logical yeah. reasoning. Yeah, we did logic Correct. games. We did. Logic reasoning is different from logic games. That's like I the guess. vanilla one. I think of that as the vanilla. Yeah, it seems like it's also the most, I don't know, it's where you, you learn to pick apart an argument and figure out where the assumptions are. But they're always these short paragraph answers, some slightly longer than others. Three, three to five sentences? Maybe yeah, back two something to five, around there. Yeah. Some of them are like long-winded sentences but uh, yeah those are the annoying ones sentences yeah and uh could you give an example of one of those or is it too hard to do on radio um i i can't i don't know that i can come up with one on the spot Mm. like they're all so varied subject matter so sometimes they'll be about paleontology or something odd times syllogisms almost like it's like the classic logical reasoning uh set up it's like you know kevin only like loves selling fish uh, all people who love selling fish are farmers oh and, and then, so <laughs> so what is the conclusion so what yeah. is kevin kevin yeah. probably yeah. likes you know yeah okay. video games and then, yeah. this and is and the and answer what we have <laughs> again well, we have not said this but because uh, uh, i think we assume most people know but it's all multiple choice yeah, right? yeah. so right? you have so you get to, you'll be given four is it four or five I, i'm having the same question i <laughs> i honestly don't remember five. if you have an e so you yeah so you don't have to yeah you've given a choices to choose from yeah. i remember being told so I, and i also didn't say in the first episode how my lsat was so long ago it's i don't think it was the same as yours and yeah. in, in, although it's probably it remarkably it similar it definitely had logic games <laughs> i remember that because my partner charlotte will she should talk about she I think scored zero on the logic game. She said, <laughs> I can't stand those logic games. She needed Laura because she can't say mm-hmm. I, when Mr. Brown sat next to Mr. Green on a blue chair and I just, I threw up my hands. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, but no, so the, uh, yeah, the idea is it's, it's multiple choices. I remember being told you make sure you just answer. Yeah. So answer running, yeah Cause timing is an issue. Here's another connection to law school. Timing of the LSAT is tough. true. You will never ever have enough time, basically, and yeah. uh, so uh, remember that when you write in a law school exam, because you'll mm-hmm. never ever have enough time to complete a law school exam. Really, yeah. Uh, Th- that's actually like a big part of the training too is just strategic approaches to the test. So yeah. knowing if you read a question and it doesn't make sense to you, and you read it a second time and it doesn't make sense, you skip it because there isn't actually like you can put in a tentative answer because it makes no sense to leave. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. get a, you don't get any points there's, with there's subtraction wrong. Of, and there's wrong definitively answer. harder questions on there yeah. that yeah. are le- like legitimately recognized as much more difficult than the other one. That's worth the same amount as it. Yeah. And there's actually an arced. So every logical reasoning section, it's interesting. It gives you at least 10 that are fairly easy and then you can see them grow in difficulty. And then at the end they put some more easy ones. So if you start to get into the hard section and you're oh. just frustrated, <laughs> Some people, Go it's a good end. idea to flip to the end, get all the easy marks, and then work backward until the point where you left off, because you might as well get all the easy points. Right. Well, the important question, though, is what letter do you put when it's a guess? Uh, I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there a... Question mark? I don't actually... If I think you have uh, to just... I do Bs. Put, I would have said C or Bs. 
not a or i feel like the course materials i was looking at like made a compelling argument for there is no like strategic (laughs) letter well that's a lot if it was truly random there shouldn't be but yeah yeah, everybody of course thinks there is one my uh my standard is c for some reason i would write down whatever (laughs) the fastest one is to write the closest one to your hand probably yeah Yeah. don't fret about it pen is yeah or pencil uh so i think that the other aspect beyond that logical reason uh logical reasoning that was called yes. in a while um is the false section which is just cruel and unusual punishment uh because there's no other way to possibly test an lsat section than to force the people already writing the you know five hour exam to spend another hour doing a section that will not impact their score in any way she the experimental form. section the experimental do section you, do you know yeah. it's an experiment no no oh you can deduct it afterwards yeah. by speaking with other people or by so i actually got two logic game sections and there's only one that's graded and uh so it's the experimental one always comes within the first three sections what i didn't know that oh. so <laughs> when i got to the second one um and i had another logic games i was like damn it because the first one had gone well and i was really excited and then i realized at that point that it It was experimental oh how did it she knew it had to be that's so that you don't come to realize that it's the fake Uh, one and then just sit it out at the end because that would be amazing and they like to experiment on you while they have a rationale for these is it are they trying to learn something from these experiments what are they trying to learn that's how they pilot new types of questions Um, so you'll get like new types of logic games and they'll sort of see how people react to that and if it's a so they stress interesting curveball yeah so they're not only are you paying them to write this exam (laughs) (laughs) they are treating you like guinea pigs experimenting with you did, I wonder, yeah. have you, do you have to sign, do, is there an ethical statement saying, you know, you know that you're being a research subject? No. <laughs> you want to launch challenge, something? Somebody yeah. should launch a lawsuit again. Close this laptop. Right? I mean, yeah. you Screw do, this podcast. I think they tell you in advance that there's going to be Maybe. an experimental section. I don't feel like my attention was brought directly do, to it. Do you, is there an essay to write as well? Oh, yeah, it's yes. It's not graded. Sample writing, sample f- for the schools you apply to. So they get to see not only all your beautiful materials you've you've put together for them over you know however long it takes you to put your application together but also your scrawled handwriting in, oh, the, in the late essay. hour of your LSAT why does it always come at the end it's always right at the end and you have an hour now to focus your mind on this question what what uh what do you remember what your question was it was actually another pale I don't know why they have so many paleontology <laughs> again um <laughs> but that you had to make an argument either for there was an old burial site and whether you wanted to excavate it or use a new technology to build like a 3d model of it and there were Pros and cons. Ben, yeah, pros and cons. And always the same. Mine was brew pub versus uh, more of like a production model for selling your beer. And you had to <laughs> pick one brew, brew pub, obviously, for life. But okay, so let's go through Shout this out. again. They don't, it, you just write an essay yeah. in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever grades it. But no, but, but the law with, schools are sent it. They get what, it, yeah. And do they use it in any way, shape, or form? They I guess can, that depends on the law school. They can look at it if they I want. I don't know what Osgood does. Yeah. I was told that the purpose of this is to make sure you have just basic competent English. They're not actually evaluating your argument at all, just making sure you can actually write coherent sentences. Well, my argument was fantastic and I got into Osgood, so... I wonder what... <laughs> what, what would <laughs> they do if somebody aced all of the multiple choice part of the LSAT and in the essay, it's just well, a complete rant, like a anti-Semitic yeah. or I a, think, like a hateful rant. I think you just answered the question I had because being a multiple choice test, that means that it's in the realm of possibilities that, you know, you could hire... 
uh, random guy off the street and send him in there with the, with his bag full of pencils because that's what everyone has. Uh, and he just guesses on every single question and gets a 180. Well, that's right. It's a It's like 40,000 chimpanzees typing out yeah, Shakespeare. Yeah. That's what that is. But it, you'd probably get into some fantastic schools. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam, let's get serious. <laughs> All right. So I think, okay, so we've gone through the mechanics of the test. So we were going to ask Laura about, well, we were talking beforehand as well, but what we think of the LSAT in the grander scheme of things. Mm -hmm. How does it translate into law school performance? How, and you, you two might not know this, but I might, I might even take guess as to how it translates into a law profession and being a, a lawyer. So, but let's start with Do you have law stats? School. I do sort of. You have some. I did some research. Before you give us stats, we make sure we guess what they are. Yeah, okay. well, <laughs> but no, why don't we talk talk a little bit about how you think the test or what what effect does it have on your performance in law school, if any at all? Uh, is it a measure of what how you might do in law school? Mm -hmm. Let's let's yeah. talk to the teacher here. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think as I, I said this earlier, but I was uh, having prepared for it, I was actually disappointed when I got to law school realizing how uh, unrelated the kind of reasoning you're doing is in many ways. Uh, a lot of it is, it sets you up to ha believe that there's um, a clear answer to things. Like the LSAT is also known for having, there is only one correct answer ever. There is a right answer. And obviously when you get to school, the struggle is this. In fact, all of law is a giant gray zone and there's competing <laughs> arguments on either side. So for someone who um, expects the LSAT to be reflective of legal reasoning, then that's not the case. Um, on the other hand, uh, I sort of think it's more if it didn't have all these takeaway effects, like on an abstract level, making sure people have a threshold ability to do logical reasoning might be compelling, mm -hmm. but I'm not convinced that that test actually even measures that as opposed mm -hmm. to your ability to perform under stress. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not convinced that it's useful for anyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's, and, and we're, you're talking about the, was it the, is it the GMAT? Mm -hmm. The the stats yeah. on the GMAT. I don't know why you knew those stats. And, and I have a friend who oh, okay. both works for Schulich and is currently getting ready to write the GMAT. Right. So he's disappointed because he knows that your GMAT performance basically has nothing to do with your performance in an MBA program. Mm -hmm. But you have to do it because that's the hurdle that you're set. So he's very unmotivated yes. um, to actually yeah. do it. And I was saying the the research for the LSAT is pretty similar. I think there's maybe a slight, some slight correlation. If you do really fantastically well on the LSAT, you will probably be in the top quarter of a class at law school. There's some, pretty some stats to say that. But it's really, it's, it's, it's a weak correlation. And then there's a lot of people who do really well on, in law school that have, you know, are outliers. In other words, they didn't, they did decently. Yeah, and there's the like LSAT. school hoppers, right? So like, let's say you, your LSAT was what stopped you from getting into maybe your first choice school. I understand that there's people that get into, you know, maybe lower choice school. And then by second year, they're in their first choice school because mm -hmm. they've managed to transfer over or something along those lines, which would be. I'm pretty sure that exists. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for I think to piggyback on that, the hurdle aspect that you're talking about, the GMAT, uh, I think that is the beneficial part potentially of the LSAT, even though it's ridiculous hurdles. Um, I feel like sometimes, you know, one L is about ridiculous hurdles <laughs> uh, in some ways. So your ability to show 
like that you want to do it is is kind of good because then you get less people going in on a whim. It's almost like if it was cr- cleverly crafted to be this, uh, you know, physical mental experience that is uh, somewhat traumatizing, um, <laughs> th- then it, it you know it weeds out those people that you know are still on the fence about if they really want to do it or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think the actual benefit that I can't deny is the practice, the like focused practice on necessary conditions, sufficient conditions, uh, things along those lines. You need to, I feel like you need to have a good grasp of that uh, for some complex uh, legal thinking mm-hmm. in, you know, in your first year that they're not going to hold your hand through. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you're not understanding the language of a judgment because you don't understand what they're saying is a necessary versus sufficient condition, the L side will actually have probably, you know, hold uh, short up that weakness for you before you got there. Would be that would be I think the strongest argument I and can make. I will say too. I think I've realized because I'm currently doing evidence law um, and really enjoying that course because it turns out that's the closest you'll get to <laughs> the logical uh, LSAT. Game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's actually yeah. very There's exceptions to exceptions yeah. to exceptions. Yeah. And uh, and a lot of the questioning you do with evidence and determining whether or not it's admissible is saying, well, what proposition is this meant to support? And that actually mm. determ- determines it at its admissibility. So that sort of thinking is actually it turns out comes out a little bit more yeah. evidence. Than and that's why I think, as I say, there is a very, very slight correlation. Whereas mm-hmm. I can see why, so uh, MBA is all about group work, for instance. And so okay. I don't see how the GMAT has anything, any relevance to do yeah. with that. And apparently you know? it's a big math test too, which. Uh, yeah, because they apparently, well, they take one course in what? Econ- oh, really? Economics or something where they need. and. Mm-hmm. and uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you you don't get me going on how I'm very cynical about this whole thing. I think, first of all, that there is, I wish Canadian law schools had not necessarily adopted the LSAT. I really don't see why we, first of all, we're contributing to a big American multinational mm-hmm. company, testing company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand, you know, its efficiencies. It, it allows, and it's an easy way to kind of filter people. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But. But, you know, so are undergrad degrees in a way, right? You could just go with grades in undergrad and and never mind an LSAT. I think Uh, it's worth mentioning, too, that it does filter people financially because not only because there's like it's a little bit expensive now to register. I think it's one hundred and fifty dollars to register. To write the test. And not only that, but it privileges people who have you know, the financial support to actually take time off to practice. Yep. So if or you're drive to London time, and stay yeah. overnight in London, like so, otherwise right. have a car to get to London, yeah. like I wouldn't have been able to write my second exam. It would be interesting that. to know what the stats of it. Yeah. How many yeah. people would love to be in law school and, but couldn't even afford to basically sit down and write the, the LSAT as yeah. you say. Yeah. And it's always on a weekend, isn't it? Uh, like, or are there, are there Saturdays? Um, Is it, yeah, I think it actually, I don't. I can't remember. So I would have to check this out again. In my head, I'm saying I'm telling myself I wrote on a Monday, but I think I might be lying to myself. Okay. I so thought I it know. was a weekend. In <laughs> my day, it pro- I think yeah. it was. But then there's, and then if you want to, yeah, if you really are worried about it, you have to. You might want to take a course in it, or mm-hmm. at least do all kinds of other extracurricular, which again will cost time and yeah. money. If you really. have no money and you wanted to learn about the LSAT, talk, find anyone who has written the LSAT, and they will be more than happy to tell you. And, about what it is and how yeah. to get started and give you their books and give you all their books no yeah, one wants are, yeah, those books are still good yeah, i would think for sure then, um oh, sorry, oh, sorry. i was just gonna say so then what happens is some people in in recent years have been starting to take their law degrees in other countries where they don't, don't require have, an yeah. lsat mm-hmm. but then they have other costs because well they have to 
go in elsewhere another for country. law school, but yeah. then they have to come back and probably re, kind of not requalify, but they have to do a, uh, I forget what it's called, uh, the uh, equivalency, equivalency exam or something. Yeah. something. So enough. it, you know, in a, in a way it, it still is kind of the, a mandatory thing. If you really want to practice law in Canada, yeah. LSAT is pretty much a except French thing. schools because they don't yeah. administer it in French. So yeah. McGill doesn't actually require it. You can submit your LSAT score, and then any of the French language schools. Yeah, that's oh. right. I meant to. I was. I knew that. That the so there's about four schools I think in Canada, and those so, don't require an LSAT. But check the voicemail in the description and send us your <laughs> LSAT questions, <laughs> and we'll have to have Laura back on to answer them. Yes, that's right. Um, since we're close to at the end of our time, I think we should end with a uh, would you rather. You know what a would you rather is? No. No? Are you giving and You know what a would Laura? you rather is? So yes. would you rather, I give you two propositions, and, and the question is would you rather do X or Y, and uh, you have to tell me which one you would prefer, and, and you can elaborate if you wish. So the two options you have is, one, would you rather rewrite the LSAT or redo first year of law school? <laughs> you have to pick one or you the other. You have to pick one or the other. Laura, you can go first. Oh, LSAT. <laughs> I loved it. LSAT, yeah. You're, you're, she's an obvious yeah, choice. She's, and she's made a, 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 she made money out of the LSAT also as a teacher. And you don't lose an entire year. Yeah. I, oh, well, <laughs> speak for yourself. I would, <laughs> I would say the same, even though it's a distant, distant memory for me now. Well, both are. But I agree. It's a one-shot deal. Uh, whereas I'd have to sit through eight more months of first year law school. I would I rather think I'd do, do quite well, actually. <laughs> that would be <laughs> <today>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'd probably help. I would hope so. Anyway, sucks. That would, sleeping no, in class. Actually, that would be that would be awful, wouldn't it? Because the pressure on me to be top of the class would be huge. I wonder how they're going to know you're your a time traveler. Yeah. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would redo first year of law school. Really? Before I imagine if you were sitting with a bunch of I hated the LSAT. Oh, really? It was it was like. I tried to make it fun and I, I was pretty healthy in my mentality towards it. But like looking back, I like being good at things and uh, I don't think I was good at the LSAT. <laughs> well, uh, you, you, you should always, you, you did well enough to, to get where you wanted to go. Exactly. That's it's not an end do. in it. It's not an end. No, the exactly. LSAT. It's a means to That's, end. that's yeah. the thing. At least in first year, you're, what I'm learning and experiencing is, is, uh, it feels like, you know, I'm, I'm picking up some skills but that's a that's a topic for another episode well and the good thing is now you don't need to walk around in second year talking about your LSAT score which is oh, probably I don't. all that happened in the first few months everybody was comparing I have LSATs it on the right? back of my suit <laughs> here my first LSAT score scratched out and then underneath is was my second one <laughs> tattooed I had to rewrite quick all right. Well, so Adam was right, Laura. We'd like to have you. We could have you again, but uh, thanks again yeah. for, for episode number two on the LSAT. Yeah, thank and you so much. And hopefully you'll get lots of questions from these prospective law students. Yeah. Oh, no. I okay. think you've thank actually you. saved them money. They don't need to take your course. True. Now, yeah. Right? Save a bunch of money. <laughs> Good stuff. Thanks All right. for having me. Thank you. All right. The answer is B. <laughs> Bye.